the Binge Minute, the only podcast in the world that we know of that goes through a movie minute by minute and reviews each minute to find the greatest minute in cinematic history. My name's Taylor. My name is Chris. And we are on minute six of Ready Ready or Not. Ready or (laughs) Notty. Striking it from the record. Yeah. Oh, so Taylor. Yes. Comedy has opened up more. Yes, in Brisbane, now, now the place the, we the, live. Yeah, the restrictions are kind of lifted. We're a bit more, f- I wouldn't say f- we've always been free. Yeah. But like, we're not sovereign we can, citizens. We can stand up in bars and drink beers. That's we very can, exciting. We don't have to dance from chairs. Mm-hmm. So very exciting. So Lord, we've been doing a lot of stand-up gigs. Yeah. So uh, I wrote a new joke. Have you written any new jokes? I've written three new jokes Ooh, since right. lockdown. I mean, it's a long time, but three jokes are all right. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote a couple. I feel like I wrote a couple of like COVID-19 related jokes, which I can't do anymore because the time has passed. You can still do them. I mean, how specific are they? That's quite like, you know, uh, like I can't do a COVID-19 joke like, how tough was that lockdown in six months? Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Or we'd be like, how tough was that lockdown? I know, but like that's still sick. No one wants to talk about it anymore. They're like, move on. Move Mm -hmm. on, champion. Move on, James. Yeah. It's like someone being like, uh, be like doing a joke, be like, man, that 1998 Rugby World Cup was a tough one. You're like, why are you talking about this? I mean, if the joke's good, then they'll find out why you're talking about it. <laughs> They're like, oh no, he hasn't written any new material since 1998. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> That's usually what they find out. Mm. I'm very proud of this new joke, actually. Okay. So it's a joke about vegans. Uh-huh. And I, um, I'll just do it. Should I just do it? Yeah, you can do it. All right. So it's a very, it's a very short joke. I say, all right, let's get serious now. I think vegans get a bad rap. Don't we agree? Yes. And then usually one person goes, yeah. And then I say, there's no meat on cheese on it. Who'd eat that wrap? Takes the house down. I swear to God. <laughs> it sounds like it wouldn't. Takes the house down. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Very proud of it. Very, e- very easy and very funny. <laughs> Do, the reason I didn't laugh? You've told me several times. Yes, you've yep, already seen it. I've heard it. That's right. <laughs> but it's a very good joke. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What's the new joke you've been doing? One that I haven't done on a podcast would be mm. my pubes joke. Ooh. Which I've it. already let's given away. I've given away the... I gave away the lead. Yeah, but let's That's get fine. the setup. Say, I, during lockdown, I wanted to make a bit of cash. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I actually cut off half a meter of my hair to sell. Half a meter. Holy shit. So if anyone wants to buy some pubes, I'll be after the show out the back selling them for one, two kilo bag. Ayo. I got so many of them. They won't stop growing. So many pubes. So many pubes. It's like a forest down there. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so we're very seasoned. And like I'd just say if any... <laughs> we're very seasoned. We're very seasoned we're professional so seasoned. comedians. Any, uh, any comedy bookers around the world are listening in, we're ready. <laughs> we're ready. We're ready to take this to the next level. Yeah. Galas. 5,000 audience venues, ten, I'll do 10,000. Will you? I'll do 10,000 and then jump in a cab and go to an arena. Oh, wow. Happy to do it. Madison Square Garden, if you are listening, Benjamin's ready. Well, you're going to have to wait a while for Madison Square Gardens to be open. What's the second one? What's the second? Wembley Stadium. Wembley. If you're <laughs> listening, we're ready. Ooh. Benjamin is ready. Ew. What's with just those two jokes. Just those two, with those two jokes, over and over, but in different languages. Ooh. It's really like a, it's a progressive gig. Yeah, it's really it's welcomes everyone. everyone into the joke that you're telling. That's right, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Do you know who's not doing jokes for everyone? <laughs> Grace, Grace and, and Alex and Daniel, Daniel in, in Minute 6 of 
Ready, Ready or not. not. Yay, we we did it. We did it. It feels good now to say who's there because the last couple of episodes I've always felt quite awkward going into the transition. That's right. Yeah. It's been so, it's been a little weird. I just want to be like, you know, he's not doing it. Sam won <laughs> in minute 70. So my prediction did not come true. Probably I said yours. Daniel, who is the alcoholic brother, would take a shot. And we're like, something happened in this house 30 years ago. And then getting a little like chat about something. And uh, the last wedding here was went pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen didn't at all. Didn't happen. No. <laughs> I said that Daniel will come in and say, they're waiting for you. Have a snort and a scowl and maybe run through the window. Didn't happen. <laughs> that was your backup. That's my backup. I, I don't was... know why. Does he die when he runs through the window? No, no, no. He's uh, he got superpowers. <laughs> He's like, watch this. Watch <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is what your wedding makes me want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Travesty. <laughs> Instead, we got something different. Of course we got something different. So, Daniel's just entered the room. And he goes up to Alex. He starts roughhousing with him. So, like, play fighting and then, like, getting on the ground. They're like... But there's also, like, a seriousness to it. Yeah, yeah. Which was weird. He's like, I'm playing with you. But there's something in his face. He's like, I want to kill you, really. Mm. I really want to kill you. Like, there's, like... He's the kind of person who looks like he's just a little off edge. Yeah. Like, if you said something wrong with him in the bar, he'd be like, ha ha, then glass you. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, hey, let's go to the bathroom and pee together. And then he'd stab you in the toilet or something. But let's be clear. He's not the cool psychopath because he said once they were wrestling and obviously Alex wanted to stop he went like this three two release (laughs) and sort of like stepped back like he was like the coolest guy in town but he looked the lamest guy in town (laughs) it was so lame that's right and also if you remember Seth Cohen this is the actor who played Seth Cohen in the OC Uh, he's not a big guy like he is not a big guy at all like I don't know is Alex even taller than him maybe I Alex is definitely stronger than him. I don't know why he put up. He puts up with this. Yeah, I would have. Pu- I would have put that guy down <laughs> on my wedding day. You come and put me in a headlock. I don't think so. It was like a, a playful thing, nah. but then it like ended I taken, really weird. I would have taken offense to it and been like, "That's it." <laughs> I kind of felt like the way that he said three, two, release, and then like sh- stood back and shook off. I almost expected him to have like a fedora on <laughs> and then be like, "Milady, happy happy tidings on your wedding." <laughs> no. But what he said instead was, you still have time to get away. But it wasn't like a joke. No, he was like, it was like, like they were having a good time. Three, two, one release. And then immediately you can still get out. You can still get out. You don't have to join this family. Yeah. And like, also what? Alex was saying that as well. That's right. This is such a weird, like pre-wedding. Yeah. Like two people have come up to the bride pre-wedding and said, you don't have to do this. And one of them was, is the future group. Yeah. Ex- what is happening? And like people do that as jokes, but this is extremely serious and she just doesn't care. She's like, ha ha ha, is it, is it possible that the, the two brothers know this is this wedding is before they play a deadly game of hide and seek? <laughs> I mean, quite possibly. Is that what happened? Maybe after every wedding, they're like, time to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're like, man, you don't have a lot of grandchildren? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> By yep. design. Daniel left. Daniel left. And then we had a moment with Alex and Grace. Yep. And then Alex, you know, they were like having a little playful. And then he said, you know, he's right. You don't have to do this. Mm. We can just run away. Like, what is happening? Like, okay, I feel like they should have just... If this is the attitude that the groom and the groom's brother... Just get eloped in Vegas. They surely don't have to do this, whatever this is. Have they explained to her what happened last time? I I don't don't know. know. 
Well, 30 years. I'm sure has it happened multiple times between now and then? I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if we'll ever see that again. Imagine if that opening happened and (laughs) we never go back to it. You're like, all right. Yeah, never. It actually becomes like a high-profile courtroom drama. (laughs) Yeah, Grace is like, I want half the money. And they're like, no! Well, speaking of money, we did find out how this family made their millions. Yes. Because they are the Ladomas family. The Ladomas. It sounds like a mafia family. Ladomas family. I can't, I'm not sure if they said La Domus or La Domus. Mm. It sort of sounded like Andomus for a bit, but then they said it later. That's right. Yeah, I got Andomus too, but it's La Domus. La Domus, which, if you recall, is the name that was on the door that closed behind the pre- previous uh, crossbowed groom as he was being dragged away. The door closed. So are they a family that manufactures doors? They're a family that manufactures board games. Oh, they're a board. That that explains. explains. And coat racks, probably. Probably. And candles. And candles. (laughs) So really weird triple business. Board games, coat racks, and candles. And would you believe business was killer? Killer. They have so much money, (laughs) which is so strange because I don't think a lot of... And they only made three. They only made three. (laughs) Yonkers. Abracadabra and, and LaBazel Gambit. Gambit. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. But hey, if it's going to sell you so much money, great. Which I feel is a bit of a slap in the face. I feel like most board game companies nowadays, apart from Mattel and Parker Brothers, mm-hmm. the two big ones, everyone who's a startup, I feel like they make shit all. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. But obviously these guys got into the game, the board game game. Years in the 1800s. Ago. In the 1800s. It was called, it, it was called Arrow to the Groom. <laughs> it was their first ever board game and man, was it successful. Shoot the apple off the groom's head and, and you get 10 points. But shoot him in the stomach, 100. <laughs> Kill him in the chest, you win. You win. <laughs> the groom's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> uh, so we got a huge exposition dump. Yes. Very quickly in that moment. I feel like... I'd, well, have you got anything else to say about this one? Yes, I just wanted to, one little thing about Daniel. Daniel reminds me, so mm. he's the alcoholic brother. He's the loser. And he's the older brother. He mm. reminds me of, he's like, if you had a, from a successful family, he's like, got to be the black sheep. Mm-hmm. He's the black sheep of the family. He's like, if you're like a really wealthy, successful family and they're like, this is, these are my sons. We have John the youngest, an investment banker. Mm-hmm. We have Trent. The, the middle child, mm-hmm. an established adventurer and pilot. And here is Daniel, pool boy. <laughs> the oldest pool boy of local pool. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? Everyone needs a clean pool. Yeah, well, not from that family. Not from that family. If you're I, the board game guy, you got to be... True. Clean shaven, nice suit, man. What are you doing? See, I reckon it's the opposite. I reckon Alex is the black sheep because... I reckon he doesn't buy into this spooky shit that's going on on the other side. And because he's already on the out, he didn't do the three-year courtship. Oh. I reckon he's the, he probably wants to like move to New York and um, do tax. No, I think that's why. I think they hate Grace so much because he is the favorite. And she's taking and him she's away. And she's taking the favorite from them. 
So they're going to play a game of shoot the groove. Well, now we're in just a whole bunch of, <laughs> we're in a whole bunch of uh, predictions. But what is your prediction? For? Oh, wait, we have Well, let's do ratings. Ratings. What would you rate it? Well, I'm going to keep it 38. Yeah, me too. Actually, I'm going to drop it to 36. Wow. Two points off because Daniel attacked the groom? No, I just thought Daniel would be cooler. <laughs> and I was really disappointed. That's fair enough. I, yeah, I stayed with 38 because it was no better or no worse than the last minute. That's fair. It's just It's just, it's just the same. is what it is. It's, it's exposition it time. It's a fine exposition. Yeah. Now we know a bit, bit about them. Yeah. They're like board games. They're like you, except if you were the whole family and not <laughs> uh-huh. as murderous. Oh, not as murderous. Thank not you for the clarification. Well, we don't even know what happened to that guy. No. Did he die? He don't dragged know. away. I don't know. And then we, have, we still haven't had a title card. Where's the, have we missed it? <laughs> I don't think we have. Great. Let's do predictions. Okay. What are you going to say if that's going to happen in the next minute? Title card. Title card? <laughs> title card in the weirdest way possible. All right. I've done title card a couple times now. Yep. One of them has to come true. Mm-hmm. Like I want like, I'm going to, Alex is going to be in the middle of talking and the title card's going to come out of his mouth and then go back in. Oh. Like a rainbow out and then rainbow back in. So he's going to like vomit. No, but he won't be like, the tar card. He'll just be like, hey, Grace, let's go down. And during that time, it'll just come out and in. That might be the most batshit <laughs> prediction you've ever made. Really? Yeah. Just a title card that goes, whoa. Because I don't even see how the, any sort of directorial vision would have that. Well, if you ever let me make a movie, jeez. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> well, that won't happen. Oh, but I'm so we excited. go to the wedding day. Yeah. Well, it is the wedding day. Oh, no, sorry. We go to the actual ceremony mm-hmm. and we're up to that bit. So we do a hard cut to the ceremony where, like, anybody say nothing, say they don't want you to marry each other. You know that line, the mm-hmm. usual line. You know, and then there's a grandma who's like, you'll rule the day. Ooh, okay. That Spicy. one. Spicy. And then while she's going, you'll rule the day, ready or not, it comes a- out, of her a- mouth. out of her mouth in here. <laughs> But this time she does go like a little card reader spitting out. Yeah, like a and she goes, and then she stops. Wow. Yeah. I cannot wait for this title card to come out. I can't wait. I'm just, I'm worried we missed it. Anyway, let's find out. What are your predictions? My prediction is we're going to hear the string start up for the wedding. Oh, that's that's a good one. I like it. Uh, the string will start, and she'll be like, um, "I'll see you down there." And then we're going to have a cut to her coming down the staircase. Uh, on her way out to the ceremony. And as she goes down the stairs, she's going to have something catch her eye. It's going to be like one of the people who are like, you know, helping around for like, you know, who are they? They're, they're not like servants. They're um, hire venue people. You know when you hire people to do things? Mm. Yeah. But for event, for an event, they're event person. Yeah. Wait stuff. We'll see uh, them whispering and pointing at her. And then there's going to be a flash and something creepy is going to be there. Oh, that's a good prediction. I like it. Maybe we meet the the bride from 30 years ago who Ooh. lost and she's crying. She's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Ooh, actually, I know what's going to happen. Based off that, coming down the staircase, she's going to be distracted by some uh, hushed whispers from the wait staff. She's going to see a mirror and looking back from the mirror is going to be that woman. What? But then she'll look again and it's actually her. Whoa. And then the title card will come out of her mouth. Come out of her mouth. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have two predictions. Let's see if any are correct. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying the Binge Minute Season 2. This was Minute 6 of... Of ready, ready or, or not. not. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with another minute. Oh, bye-bye Bye now. now. Oh, bye-bye. bye-bye.
Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Chris Martin and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards. Get in touch with us at bingeminute at gmail.com with any questions, comments about the podcast or suggestions about what we should watch next. If you've been enjoying Binge Minute, help us out by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We'll, we'll be, be back, back soon with more Binge Minute. Minute. Bye-bye, Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.